Thank you, and, and good morning, everyone. Excited to be here to talk about um, some maternity benefits and uh, along with Rebecca, talk about some family leave information. And this is a topic near and dear to, to me. Um, I recently just had my first child at the beginning of this year. So um, recently went through the experience of navigating the world of insurance and, and leave. So very excited to, to talk to this audience. And uh, as we mentioned, we'll have some Q&A at the end. Um, but just kind of wanted to talk through some things to think about in addition to a lot of other things that you'll have on top of mind uh, if you are thinking about growing your family um, over the next few months. And so I wanted to start by um, just kind of reviewing our agenda. You know, so we're going to talk about the maternity benefits on all four of the plans that Cigna offers and what you can expect uh, from a cost pers perspective uh, and network perspective. Um, we're also going to talk about the Healthy Pregnancy, Healthy Babies program, uh, as well as the pregnancy app that Cigna offers. Uh, if you're not familiar with those, that's definitely something we highly recommend. Uh, and as I mentioned, uh, and as Catherine mentioned, Rebecca's going to talk about the leave options that you have throughout county government. And then we're also going to end and talk about some options through Burn Along, uh, specific to the pregnant population uh, that are really, really wonderful that we want to make sure that you're aware of. So as a reminder, um, you know, we do offer four different medical plans. And if you've been on any of our recent sessions, you might know that the POS uh, is transitioning over for 1124. We have that new OAP high plan. Um, but if you were on those sessions, uh, you might be aware, but if you weren't, we'll just reiterate here uh, that the coverage is exactly the same on the OAP high plan. Uh, and we're giving you examples here of just some expected charges and what you can expect to pay on each plan. Um, you know, and once again, we had that initial visit to, to confirm pregnancy, uh, so typically um, that copay, if you're on the OAP high or OAP plan, uh, and then obviously on the HRA and HSA plans, you're going to have that deductible and then that 10% coinsurance. Um, and once again, you know, these are all available on the Loudon Benefits website. So if you want to review, uh, and we actually have a, a lot of great documents out there. We have our benefit summaries. We also have what's called uh, your, your summary of benefit coverage. Uh, and it actually walks you through a scenario of being pregnant um, and can kind of give you that cost breakdown based on the plan that you're in. We also have some great uh, resources like our Cigna office hours and our Cigna pre-enrollment line. If you want to kind of dive deep into the cost, what to expect, making sure that your doctors or your providers are in network, it's a great option to take advantage of. Um, but once again, you know, going into, um, you know, planning for a pregnancy or if you are currently expecting, it's good to know these costs and be able to plan for these costs so you don't have to worry about um, anything outside of just focusing on you and your family during that time. So I mentioned the Cigna Healthy Pregnancy, Healthy Babies program. This is uh, our incentive program tied to uh, expecting. And so if you enroll in your first or second trimester, uh, we actually have maternity specialists that will reach out to you 
uh, and really just help support you. You know, answer any questions, offer uh, screenings for postpartum depression. Um, they're going to talk about nutrition. They're going to talk about support. So it's just a great resource in between uh, the meetings that you have with your provider. Um, you also have 24-7 support through our health information line. Um, and you can actually earn up to $150 if you enroll in that first trimester. Um, in addition, you know, we have a lot of great resources online. You know, we have uh, guides, uh, tools, we have an audio library on different pregnancy health topics. Um, and this is just really relevant. You know, these are up to date. Um, you know, my wife was pregnant during COVID, so that was a big topic that we really used a lot of those resources for. Um, just trying to make sure you have the latest and greatest information. Uh, like I said, in, in between those doctor's visits, um, and if you didn't get all your questions answered, these are wonderful resources and obviously can also give you some additional funds uh, just to help offset the, the, the cost experience throughout the pregnancy. And so, you know, this support is uh, ongoing and you're able to work with our maternity and nurse specialists directly. Um, you know, and, and this also helps around the fertility support. So if you're, you're looking to, to get pregnant, having any issues, we have fertility experts uh, that can just help you navigate our infertility benefits um, and, and just that, that overall process. So really great to have those advocates, be able to talk with them, be able to, you know, navigate the world of benefits outside of, uh, you know, this, this big topic of infertility and pregnancy, uh, which, you know, is already difficult enough. So we try to make the benefit, um, you know, and, and support side as uh, robust as possible to hopefully uh, help support you in that overall experience. So I mentioned the pregnancy app, uh, and for um, somebody that was supporting somebody during a pregnancy, I'll also say this is great even if you are not the one uh, going through the pregnancy. Um, so for, for any caregivers, uh, any spouses or uh, loved ones, this app is wonderful. It has all of the information on our Healthy Pregnancy, Healthy Babies program, but also just has educational videos, um, you know, has that library of content in there. Uh, you can also keep track of your, your doctor's uh, appointments. You can set reminders. Uh, and obviously, I've linked to your benefits and resource page as well. So uh, highly encourage you to download that if you haven't already. Um, it is just the Healthy Pregnancy app uh, on the App Store or the Google Play. And so in addition to some of those maternity benefits we talked about, we also have behavioral benefits. Uh, you know, and obviously something that goes hand in hand uh, with the pregnancy is just making sure that you're getting uh, the care that you need from a behavioral perspective. Um, and so, you know, you're able to talk to providers not only in person, but also virtually uh, through the plan. So over 44,000 clinicians within our behavioral network. Uh, and so we want to make sure that, um, you know, not only uh, uh, during the postpartum uh, session, um, but also throughout your pregnancy that you're getting access to the care you need uh, and, you know, really working with a behavioral health provider uh, if it would help benefit you or a loved one that may be supporting you. Uh, we also have private text therapy. 
Um, and then all of our providers also have the ability to order and send prescriptions directly to your pharmacy. So, you know, another great benefit that we wanted to make sure you're aware of as you're navigating uh, this process. And all of this is available on MySigna.com. Uh, pro you probably heard us talk about MySigna or the MySigna mobile app in the past. And if you haven't downloaded this already, I highly encourage you to do. Um, it's going to help you navigate everything within the Cigna sphere. If you're trying to look for providers or verify that your doctor is in network, if you need to access any of those ID cards or just review your coverage, everything that we talked about uh, from a cost and, um, you know, just overall planning perspective, you can review those coverages. You're going to get cost estimates for any of the upcoming visits you have gives you a lot of that information so you can and know what to expect uh, on your plan and, and know what things are going to cost. Uh, we also have a variety of different health and wellness information, not only uh, for, uh, you know, our maternity folks, but also for your overall general health and well-being as well. Uh, so a lot of great resources. If you haven't taken advantage of registering, I highly encourage you to do so. And then, you know, once again, we also want to remind you, if you haven't found a provider and you're, you're currently thinking about expecting, um, you want to look for our Cigna Care designation uh, as well as our centers of excellence. Um, and so, you know, these are our highest uh, performing providers for cost, quality, and convenience. Uh, and so you can see those when you search for providers on MySigna.com. You're going to see that Cigna Care designation. You're also going to see their cost efficiency rating. And as you can see in this screenshot here, it's also going to give you some um, upfront expectations around what a visit would be. Um, and, and we not, not only have the new patient office visit, but if you go through, we have multiple different things that you can expect. And if you want to search specifically for a procedure like the, the birth at a hospital or um, any of the, the visits or scans that you may have, it's going to give you a breakdown of those costs as well. Um, and then those centers of excellence are our highest performing uh, and quality and cost uh, for hospitals. So you want to make sure, obviously, that they're all in network, um, but kind of going deeper when we talk about um, you know, birth and delivery, you really want to look for these designations um, in, in choosing the facility that you want to go to. So our one guide team uh, can help. So this is just our customer service for Loudoun County. So it uh, remains 24-7. So uh, always going to give you that live answer. Um, you know, you can also click the chat online or the mobile app. Uh, but it's just 1-800-SIGNA-24 if you want to just talk through any of the expected costs, if you want to verify your doctors are in network, if you want to understand a bill that you may have received, or just navigate the overall healthcare system. Um, this is also a great way to get in touch with our nurse case managers, our maternity specialists, uh, if you do want to enroll in something like the Healthy Pregnancy, Healthy Babies program, or really just answer any questions within the Cygnus sphere. This is the best resource for you to to take advantage of. Uh, so highly encourage, take advantage, connect. If you do have any questions or concerns, uh, this is a great resource to get those answered. So with that, I'm going to pass it over to Rebecca to talk some specific um, information about the leave benefits, uh, but I am going to stay on for our questions at the end. 
Thanks, Tim, and congrats on your baby born earlier this year. Um, I do want to reiterate, though, the Healthy Babies, uh, Healthy Pregnancy program is really great. I actually used it for myself about three years ago, um, and it's really great for especially first-time parents because the nurses really anticipate maybe what you should be asking because a lot of the appointments, you don't really know what you don't know. So I definitely highly encourage that. And Tim, I will say that I use the gift card to get my hair done instead of offsetting any deductible payment. So use it as a reward because it is a difficult process to go through. Um, I will go ahead and go through the leave benefits that the county offers. Uh, many of you may already be familiar with FMLA, which is the Family and Medical Leave Act. This is federally protected leave for up to 12 work weeks in a rolling 12-month period that is unpaid leave and you have to meet certain eligibility requirements. Those eligibility requirements include working for the county for at least 12 months, and also have worked uh, 1,250 hours within the prior 12 months. So that's kind of the first stepping stone that a lot of us refer to when you're talking about leave or maternity leave or parental leave through the county. Again, that's a federally protected benefit. Now, we do get a lot of employees who may start and they need to go on leave before their 12-month period. So I just wanted to mention some other state and uh, new federal law that went into effect earlier in the year, just so people are aware that there are protections, even if FMLA might not apply in your situation, that those uh, laws are uh, the Virginia Human Rights Act and also the Federal Pregnant Workers uh, Protection Act. Uh, excuse me if I got the, the acronym incorrect, but both of those do offer uh, protections for your recovery after childbirth, but you may note that your FMLA will be your recovery and your bonding period. So to move on, we do have some paid benefits that coincide with FMLA or those other laws that I just mentioned for your absence. The first will be short-term disability, and this benefit is available for anybody that's working over 30 hours and enrolled in a VRS plan. So those would be your retirement-eligible employees. The standard approval period is going to be six weeks minus the waiting period after a vaginal delivery or eight weeks less the waiting period after a C-section delivery. And we do have two different short-term disability plans that people are going to fall into based on your VRS plan. So if you are a new employee within your first 12 months uh, working at the county, you'll be enrolled on our what's called our legacy plan. That benefit is a 60% benefit after the first two weeks. So if you're out for six weeks, a six-week recovery, you're actually only receiving four weeks of benefits. And if you're out for eight weeks, you're actually only receiving 
six weeks of benefits. So I just wanted to make that distinction. That's a common question that we receive. The other plan is for our hybrid VRS plan members. So typically if you are starting at the county after, if you've started after January 1, 2014, you'll be enrolled in the hybrid plan unless you were participating in VRS prior to the county and moved in that plan when you arrived at the county. So the hybrid plan is a little bit different. You are not eligible for the hybrid plan within the first 12 months, and that's why the first 12 months you'd be enrolled in the legacy plan. After the first 12 months, the hybrid plan is a 60% benefit um, after the first week. So you actually have a one-week waiting period under the hybrid plan. For those hybrid members who've been enrolled after 60 months, which is five years, continuous service, those employees then enter the hybrid tiered plan. So your first five weeks of absence will actually be a 100% benefit. So you'd receive 100% under the disability plan um, after five weeks. It then goes to an 80% benefit for five weeks, and then the remaining benefit would be 60%. So in general, you would receive 100% for five weeks, and then you'd have a couple weeks at 80% if you were in that category. Um, and if, of course, if you had complications and you were out longer for recovery, the tiered would you know, go down the road depending on how long you were out. Um, the last leave benefit that I want to mention is the paid family leave benefit. That began with the county in September 2021. So that benefit has been around for about two years now. This benefit is six work weeks of paid leave. So about half of your FMLA allotment would be eligible for paid family leave, depending on your eligibility. So if you're not eligible for FMLA, you would not be eligible for paid family leave. If you are eligible for paid family leave, then you can use that leave to supplement your short-term disability. So a lot of people use this during the waiting period and also to supplement the 60% um, while you're on disability. In addition, you can use it for bonding. So when you're no longer eligible for short-term disability, a lot of people save it for the bonding period. The last um, item that I wanted to mention is with respect to the lactation policy. I just wanted to point you to HR 42, which is our administrative policy regarding your lactation rights when you return to work. So we do have in the government center a lactation room that can be reserved throughout the day. Um, every building in the county has to have a private area for pumping. Um, so if you have questions on where that would be located upon your return, um, you'll need to reach out to your HR liaison. They can guide you through what kind of reservation process they might have in place and what's available for you in your work location. But I also wanted to mention that just so you know what to expect when you return to work. And I'm available for any questions if people have them, but I just wanted to provide you know, that general overview. If you have something more specific that you'd like to ask, maybe you have a certain you know, personal situation you wanna walk through, I'm definitely available to make an appointment 
with you and your loved one if you have support and you want to walk through it together that's that's fine too um so i'm here for you if you need some questions i see one in the chat here is there a list where the lactation rooms are at county buildings previously when i visited the hr training center they did not have a room specifically for lactation they actually just finish that room. So the next time you go to the HR Learning Center, they have a designated room. They've just put the final touches on that. Um, so they do have that available. I don't know if there's a comprehensive list because not all buildings have a dedicated room for lactation. A lot of times, you know, it might be a separate office or somewhere that you, a private office that you might need to um visit during the day they might have to make some accommodations there um the best person to ask would probably be your employee relations analyst and they can find out that information for you or you can just reach out to me and i can find the information um depending on what work location you're looking for um, another question in the chat, can you rename the laws regarding protections alongside of FMLA? So that would be the Virginia Human Rights Act and also the Federal Pregnant Workers Protection Act, I believe. Don't quote me on that. Um, they essentially all run in through ADA. So if you have a situation where you're not eligible for FMLA, you would just utilize our ADA process for a leave accommodation. So they all kind of uh, are concurrent with one another. Yes, Pregnant Workers Fairness Act. Um, another question, are we using our accrued leave balances for paid leave? Yes, you can use your accrued leave balances to supplement your disability and paid family leave benefits. Um, so typically people will use the short-term disability and paid family leave, and then if they need additional leave, then they'll tap into their own personal leave. Um, another question, just to be clear, we can use short-term disability benefits concurrently with Pregnant Workers Fairness Act. Yes, that's correct. If you're disabled within your first 12 months, um, you would use the short-term disability benefit. It's not contingent on FMLA eligibility. Uh, let's see here. Um, just a thought, it would be helpful to receive a step-by-step -step guide on how to reserve and where they are located. Um, yeah, I can definitely take that back to employee relations so that the departments are aware. Um, typically, we kind of defer that to the departments to manage depending on where they're located, but it would be helpful for them to have some guidance on that. And what are the benefits for those who've been with the county before 2014? So your benefits would be under the legacy plan. That is a two-week waiting period and a 60% short-term disability benefit. Um, another question, if you have to use the ADA process, I would assume you need to use your own leave to get paid. 
you could use short-term disability and then you would supplement with your own leave if you're not eligible for paid family leave. Uh, another question is there six weeks of paid family leave and then, then short-term or how do they work? So short-term disability is dependent on your disability period. So that's generally gonna be your recovery after birth. Um, so that's based on a time frame. So if you're out October 1, you have the baby on October 1, and you're out for six weeks, that's gonna be your approval period for disability, less the waiting period. Typically, people will use your paid family leave during the waiting period, and then supplement, depending on your STD benefit, you could actually supplement with the paid family leave. The six weeks is kind of up to you as to how you use it. It's not, it doesn't need to be used in week-long increments. It does, it basically functions as a uh, six weeks of sick leave bank, but you have to use it during your FMLA approval period. So you can use them at the same time. Your paid family leave, you can only use during your approved period. So just keep in mind, you know, if you have, if you want to hold off on using your paid family leave, just make sure you calculated it so that you're using all of it before your FMLA uh, there's another question. So when your disability is done and your paid family kicks in, um, no, you can actually use them at the same time. Um, another question, just to clarify on the legacy versus the hybrid plan. So there are three situations where you could be eligible for disability. The first is if you're a hybrid member, but you're within your first year at the county. The second would be if you're a legacy plan mem member, which would be VRS one and two. And the third would be a VRS hybrid member after the first 12 months. So if you're a hybrid member within the first 12 months, your STD plan actually is the legacy plan. If you're a hybrid member after the 12 months, then you're gonna follow the hybrid plan. Does that clarify things? Um, there's a, another question. The short-term disability is not paid. Short-term disability is paid at the level of the percentage that the plan offers. So typically it's going to be 60% for the benefit period. The waiting period is either a two-week or a one-week waiting period, depending on your plan. So a hybrid plan is going to be one-week waiting period. The, leg the legacy plan is a two-week waiting period. Um, if you and your significant other both work for the county, does that affect how benefits are distributed? Um, so this is a interesting question that we get quite often because we do have a lot of married couples here at the county. Um, if you are married, your spouse has to share your bonding uh, leave. So let me try to break it down in an example that makes the most sense. So when you go out on FMLA, if you give birth, your first six or eight weeks is going to be for your own health condition. Anything beyond that is bonding, exclusively bonding. So if you're out for eight weeks for your recovery because you had a C-section, the remaining four weeks will be bonding. 
your spouse then only has eight weeks since you have to share the 12 weeks of bonding, the, your spouse would have eight weeks of bonding. However, if your spouse takes leave when you go out, that leave will be for your serious health condition, not for bonding. So in essence, you can structure it in a way where you're both getting 12 weeks of FMLA. It's just the bonding sections that you need to split. So if you take eight weeks for your own health condition in the beginning, and then you take four weeks of bonding leave, your spouse would only have eight weeks of bonding leave, but they could take four weeks at the beginning after the birth for your recovery. Does that make sense? And feel free to chime in as well. I think you're all able to uh, take your mic off and, and ask questions. Um, another question here, if the start date of FMLA were to change from the anticipated due date, is the changing start a simple call to FMLA to get the leave dates changed? Yes, there is a process actually on the portal. You can report the delivery date and then they'll update the decision that way. Or you can call them. It's up to you how you want to do it. I think I got to all the questions. Feel free to chime in if not. Yeah, great job, Rebecca. Thank you so much. It's great to have an expert here to answer all those questions. Um, just wanted a, a few reminders. I, I see some questions coming in, so we'll hang out, but I just wanted to remind everybody of a few more things. Uh, the first being that it is going to be an active enrollment. So um, to make sure that you have health coverage in 2024, you will have to go through Oracle and make an election. Um, that's going to start November 1st, so right around the corner, and it's going to go through November 30th. Um, we do have, as I mentioned, those Cigna Care Advocates that are available. You can schedule on the LCG inquiries, um, and um, a lot of good information coming out. We do have some in-person and virtual sessions uh, talking about our benefits enrollment and the plans that you have through Cigna, as well as your other um, carriers for uh, different benefits, but just want to make sure you're aware of that. And I also mentioned in the beginning, um, we do have Burn Along. If you're not familiar with Burn Along, it is an online uh, exercise, nutrition, and coaching platform that is available to you. Uh, so highly encouraged. We do have specific um, programs and resources. Uh, to those that are um, currently expecting as well as trying to um, get pregnant. So highly encourage you to take advantage of those uh, and engage. It is a completely free service for you as well as your loved ones. Um, so with that, I will I'll stop sharing.